Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the burbs of L.A., this is So I Married a Movie Geek. What's up, movie geeks? Welcome to So I Married a Movie Geek. We're one of those podcasts you're probably hearing a lot about lately. A lot of podcasts out there, new ones coming up every day. We're trying to keep it on the positive side. <clears throat> As I cough. That's very funny. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I want to keep everybody in the know. Uh, we're taping this episode Saturday night, March 21st. Obviously, there's a lot of stuff going on around us, so I just wanted to date this so you guys know we're all on the same uh, date of when we're taping this very important episode. Uh, you know, we're people have been saying it's been gloomy out there. They've been saying I've been too gloomy, so t- tonight I'm doing something that's like really going to make me excited and like just forget about some of the stuff going on, because tonight we're doing the other semifinal in our 2000s fantasy movie draft tournament. We've already heard from one side of our bracket where we're going, you know, we've been going through the 2000s year by year, picking, uh, you know, different podcasts, picking their favorite films. And now, you know, the semifinals are down to eight. And uh, we already met four of those when we did our 2007 fantasy movie draft. Now we got our foursome that's going to be battling out tonight, choosing the best of 2008 films. All four of these guys earned their way here. And they're all vets of the draft, so they know how this works. So not only is you know it hot in the kitchen everywhere, it's hot in the fantasy movie draft kitchen, guys. Because these guys came here to win. Uh, the two highest vote getters will advance to our final round, which will be the 2009 films, of which there will be a winner. And that's good news in a you know a bad news world, guys. So we're excited to talk movies, but before we can, we got to introduce. The four challengers tonight. So, all four veteran bot podcasters in their own right. Again, all four have been on the fantasy movie draft before, so they know how this works. So, we're going to go with a guy in the number one spot tonight. He chose the draft order. Um, you know, he's known as Mr. Undefeated. Again, I didn't even give his proper <laughs> right, due last do time he was on because I was, uh, you know, clueless that somebody could go undefeated in a fantasy movie draft. So, He's he's in the number one spot tonight, but also you know uh, wins and losses. He he's he's on top. So I'm talking about, of course, Brandon Lyles from Colt Forty Five Podcast. Brandon, what's going on, man? What's on, what's going on, guys? In this amazing American hillscape that we got going on right now. <laughs> what a better day to do battle as gladiators on I know, the man. field. In any get in any bit of positivity uh, that I can inject into my life, you know, uh, absolutely, man. Um, uh, my son's birthday is going to be coming up uh, this time next week. Uh, he's actually super excited. We got everything situated as best we can. Uh, we're making the best of what we got. So he's going to get a uh, Spider-Man themed birthday party at the house. Wow. We already got his gifts. Uh, shout out to. Amazon for busting their ass for coming out here and bringing the stuff uh, to help my son have a good birthday, man. So like we're we're, we're gonna make things work. We'll be fine. Well, happy early birthday to him, number one, and Thank then you. number Thank two. You. What could be the best 
gift you could give him but a win in tonight's 2008 <laughs> right. fantasy movie. He's, gonna yeah, ma- he's five years old. It's going to make so much of a point to him. He's going to like completely get it. <laughs> just just, just oversell it like uh, all dads do. You know, Just make it you know like it. it's your the biggest thing that could happen to you at that moment. But uh, again... It, you, it actually is, though. That's the sad part. <laughs> there you, hey, man. Like I said, Brandon, again, undefeated tonight. And he picked himself to go first. So... He's in the high spot tonight, and uh, I'm not worried about him, but in, in the two spot tonight is a guy that has to go after Mr. Undefeated. Uh, he He's on the other side of the world tonight. Again, we, we got a continental uh, fantasy movie draft with uh, two sides of the world just going at each other as our you know entire earth <laughs> goes up in flames. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I won't crack any jokes. Uh, it's it's going to happen all show, bro. Let's do it. <laughs> You know, uh, <laughs> I'm talking about Daniel from the Movie Journey podcast, formerly the IMDb Journey. Daniel, you're across the sea, but close in our hearts. How are you doing this evening, man? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Uh, we're still yeah feeling the effects of this virus here. I work in retail, so it's uh, been a barbaric situation we've got going uh, every time I walk into that store. It's uh, it's it's not letting up, and it's great to be on the draft and have a bit of a bit of a break from everything that's going on. Awesome, awesome. Well, you know, God bless our, our retail workers uh, everywhere out there. Uh, besides our healthcare workers, you know, they're basically on the front lines of this. So we support them and support people who support them. So Daniel, you know, you're on the other side of the world. You're you're in the two spot tonight. Uh, this is a big draft. Do you have any strategy going in other than you know the the stock answer of pick the best movies? Uh, well, I got to get my revenge on Gerald from for beating me in the eighty three draft. That's that's priority number one here. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> wow! Uh, it's going to be interesting to draft against Brandon, considering uh, he has no expertise in two, in two thousands of films yet, since he uh, drafted villains. So he's he's coming in with a foot down, and uh, Paul's here. So it's really only a three man race. So it's going to be fun. <laughs> awesome. Well, we welcome Daniel and his uh, all future shit talking to this draft. Uh, Awesome, awesome. Good luck, Daniel. Again, Thank the guy, you. the guy in the three spot has already been mentioned. I, I'm assuming he's in his garage. Question. You're right. Question mark. You're right. Uh, <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, yeah. He's a guy that I've I've hugged in the flesh before. Mm-hmm. Before we couldn't really hug. Now you know we 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 were unsocially dis- distancing before that was a thing. My boy mm-hmm. in North Carolina, Gerald from Two Peas on a Podcast, Gerald. How's it going, sir? Justin Winters, what's up, brother? Uh, thanks for having me, man. It's it's going good. You know, if I'm going to be taking shelter and I'm going to be quarantined from most of the public, where else would I rather be, man, than chatting with you? You know, I'm glad we met pre-COVID-19 because we we did embrace pretty tightly, right, from what I recall. <laughs> oh, I wasn't, you know, I yeah. if, if I'm near a podcaster that I know and love, I will find yeah. you. And I yeah, and I yeah. did, Gerald. I found you and I attacked you like a large animal. So. <laughs> you did in a target. It was great. <laughs> uh, so, so you're in, you're in your garage, Gerald. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I I know you're a competitive person. You're you're, yeah. you're with a lot of heavyweights. Well, what what's yeah. what's the vibe like over there? You know, I don't know what to expect, man. I mean, these not only are they vets on the draft, but they know their movies. So uh, I'm not going to say I'm concerned, but I'm concerned. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> a lot of stiff competition tonight, as they say. 
Awesome. Well, welcome, sir. Much love to you tonight in this draft. The guy in the four spot, though, uh, I'm, we as we were setting this up, because it's been set up for a while, as, as all the shit rained down from up, up above all over us, I'm glad that th- this guy's here tonight, because maybe he can just calm our nerves with his expertise, but also his silky smooth voice. Uh, <laughs> I'm talking about uh, Paul from The Countdown. Moving TV reviews all over in Perth, sir. What is going on? Well, the same as everybody else. It's uh, it's a little less advanced here in Australia, but uh, of course the virus is on everyone, the tips of everyone's lips, and hopefully not actually there because that would be bad. <laughs> uh, uh, and myself, I I am one of those frontline people. I work in a medical uh, center for half of the week, and so life has been interesting. Let's just put it that way. Mm. Uh, and hence today, I'm coming in completely and utterly calm about this because normally I'm like stressed and I want to win and I'm like, God, now it just feels like, hey, it's just nice to be here. <laughs> we're, keep, we're keeping it loose, guys. Keeping it loose. Uh, if you're listening to this and you love movies, uh, we're, we're all on the same team, you know. So, I, like I said, I'm excited. I didn't have as much time to prepare for this as I usually do, but I, I'm just excited to talk to all four of these guys and talk movies tonight. But before we do, this is super important tonight. I hope you guys have been uh, making playlists, you know, pumping up the jams, pumping up the volume, Christian Slater style, all over the world. Uh, listen to some music. So uh, we've we're in 2008 now. So what we have done for every one of these podcasts throughout this 2000s film tournament is we like to take ourselves back. Uh, Back in the past, there was this place called Universal Studios, guys, where people congregated very closely, often in a uh, raggedy old Back to the Future machine. So we're going to jump in that machine, not worry about social distancing, so so we can go back. Back to the year 2008. as a simple time uh, in our history. Uh, we're going to get to the movies in a second, but we like to set up the mood by seeing what were the Billboard year-end Hot 100 singles of 2008. What was what was everybody jamming to uh, at the skating rink? <laughs> skating rink was that thing right then. Uh, we, we love some 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 jams. So here here are the top five of that year in 2008. So you can see what the music landscape was. So number five was "Apologize" by Timbaland fe- featuring One Republic. Four was "Lollipop" by Lil Wayne. Featuring Static mm. Major, that was a jam. Three, God. three was No One from Alicia Keys. Two was a, a favorite of my wife's, Chrissy Leona Lewis's "Bleeding Love." Everyone remembers that that song, right? Uh, but nope. You, nope. Okay. Well, it, <laughs> it, it might not have traveled. Uh, <laughs> hit me up. I'll, I'll share the link. Uh, that's a good song. Uh, but the number one song is a song that transcended the year. Uh, came from a man named Flo Rida, featuring T Pain. I'm talking about Low. Wow, that takes me back. Club Uh, Jam in 2008, Low, uh, 
apropos for the morale <laughs> that we're in. Now. <laughs> <laughs> but listening to low, listening to low by Flo Rida, T Pain, of course, there. Uh, will hopefully raise our spirits. So 2008, what were five other things that were happening that year? So this was interesting. The NOAA, which is the National Oceanic Atmospheric Administration, apparently made the decision that year, 2008, to no longer recommend crouching to avoid lightning, guys. So the new 2008 recommendation, <laughs> recommendation was not what? crouching was not crouching to avoid lightning, but instead walking to safety. So very mm. important decision by uh, you know, our nat- that national organization that knows a lot about a lightning. Speaking of lightning, it struck struck twice in Angelina Jolie's uterus. That was the year that her and Brad Pitt had wow, what a what a segue. Had, so professional. I, that was even written down, guys. I'm just Seamless. riffing. Riffing. Uh, they had twins that year, Vivian and Knox, who are the, probably going to be the most impossibly. You know, gorgeous, good-looking. You know, uh, older people. I don't know. I'm getting cr- too getting- much crouching by her. By the sound of it, <laughs> uh, 2008 was the year that DNA tests were first ma- made available to the public. We know how that's worked out, right? Great. <laughs> Speaking of things possibly not working out, the Large Hadron Collider uh, went online uh, September 10th, 2008. And then, mm. of course, uh, November 4th, 2008, Barack Obama defeated the Republican nominee, Senior John McCain of Arizona, making him the president-elect, the first African-American elected president of all time. 2008 was a roller coaster, guys, and it was a real roller coaster when it comes to movies. So uh, we're going to get to it tonight. Again, we're excited to talk about movies. Uh, these guys are here for a tournament to advance, so let's get started with it. Tonight we're doing the 2008 fantasy movie draft. No! Hey! What's this lying around shit? What is wrong with you? What's wrong with all of you? You guys stink. Sometimes you gotta say, what the fuck? Make your move. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. I want you to play dirty if you have to, but don't get caught. Go for the ribs. Don't let that bastard breathe. Concentrate, focus, power. Remember balance. Make cool fight. Keep your heads up. Play proud. Game over. All right, all right, all right. I'm excited. All right. So 2008, we got four drafters here. Two are going to advance due to your votes at the very end. But before we talk about, and again, I'm going to lay out some rules real quick. Do not throw out titles of movies unless you want to draft them. So, uh, you know, unless it's been drafted, don't mention any other 2008 film title uh, titles or you'll be put in the penalty box. And nobody wants to be put in the penalty box because, I mean, uh, isn't shit bad enough, guys? Just follow the rules. Uh, (laughs) What else we got? Uh, If the date is in question... What do we do? So is this a 2007 film, 2008 film? Where do we check? We always check what, what's the consensus of the three, which we call IMDb, Google, and Wikipedia. So what's the top date on those three, the consensus of those three? That's the date we go with in terms of the year 2008 films because it can get a little screwy. Um, but again, four guys drafted tonight, 2008 films, guys... 
you've done this before. It's a competitive night. Before we name any titles, as a whole, the year 2008, what do you think of the film crop? Uh, it's not bad up at the top and then sort of, for me, sort of drops pretty significantly after a little portion of films there. Yeah, I agree. I think the first round's pretty strong or is going to be pretty strong, but then it's, I mean, not that there's bad movies, but it's going to be a hodgepodge where it's... Yeah, I think like second round style, there's a, there's a ton of them. Yeah, you can just like uh, pull your, put your, uh, grab a, a movie out of a hat and you'll probably do pretty well with it. You guys are really, really nice. It's basically a bit a shitty year. We can say it, guys. Like, there's a, yeah. <laughs> there's a couple. We're trying to keep some positivity here, Justin. <laughs> I don't know, man. There, there, there's some movies I know that you got. Well, honestly, Justin, let's keep, let's keep it real. You judge me for like half the picks that I make. <laughs> <laughs> I judge everyone equally because that's what I'm supposed to do. I, you know, Fair I'm enough. not a cheerleader Fair for enough. you guys. Come on. <laughs> no, but it, 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 there, there are some movies that are absolute trash that I would pick for my own personal game, but I know it would destroy me in the draft, so I just have to let it go. Yeah, that's true. There are there are some that came out this year that I love, but I don't think I'll even come close to mentioning them because I don't think they would get me any votes. Right. <laughs> yep. Right there with you. Yeah, so uh, there's the Venn diagram. How popular is the movie? And then how you know critically reviewed, how good is the movie? If you can get in the middle of that diagram with all four of your picks. Again, we got four rounds tonight, so there'll be 16 movies picked. So, uh, and of course, this is a big one to, to do your best. Go for the votes. So let's get to it, guys. Round one. Let's get started with the guy who chose the draft order, chose himself to go first. Brandon. What you got right here in the very one spot? Guys, I can't lie, man. I get very nostalgic for the before times. And um, <laughs> thinking about this movie uh, always like brings brings a smile to my face because uh, it was arguably one of the best comic movies that ever happened of all time. So you already know what's coming off the list, guys. I'm doing The Dark Knight. You know what's happening. Heath Ledger. <gasps> wow. Bell. I am shocked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Everybody, once they found out the draft order, I'm sure that they went off the list. But yeah, I got to do it. I got to pick it. All right. All right. So the Dark Knight goes first. Brandon uh, was in the play-in round of 2000's movie Villains and chose the Joker first. Correct, uh, Brandon, in, in round that one? That is correct. That is correct. So there's some symmetry correct. here. This seems like a, a surefire number one. Um, the question is, is it too big of a number one? I, I know we have Paul in, in this round who is uh, temp- tempted fate by uh, by taking the Empire Strikes Back and kind of crowing that that was enough to win a draft. And then <laughs> I never crowed. Felt, you crowed. Felt, I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> fell hard. Uh, that's the question. Can, can, is this too big of a pick? We're about to find out. Silence. <laughs> I mean, I'll just, I'll just say it's. I mean, if you, I feel like he would have lost votes not picking it. I mean, it is, it is the clear number one from this year. I mean, some people might even say the decade. So, yeah, great number one pick, man. Especially because we, we already kind of said this. Uh, I don't think this is a very deep draft. So, if you got LeBron on your team and a bunch of schmucks. 
Uh, <laughs> if you have LeBron <laughs> on your final team, that is, I'm sure you can get some votes. So, uh, is I, anyone- I just hope the listeners are, are drafting, are, are choosing the drafts based off the entire team and not just a single specific film, because uh, then we yeah. might have a shot. Yeah, I agree. Any worries, Brandon? You took this first. Oh, I'm always worried. What are you talking about? I'm a, <laughs> I'm a worrier, not a warrior. Especially today's worry. Right? You got damn yeah. right. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out the fucking rules. So, like, yeah. <laughs> like, do we come back? You've got such a go? burden on your shoulders now, Brandon, because if you don't win now, you're gonna be you're gonna be the guy who drafted the Dark Knight and lost. <laughs> you have to weigh that. You oh know? man, you want to be the <laughs> guy totally that lost or the guy that get out of my head? Um, <laughs> get out of my fucking head, man. <laughs> so, like we said, we would we would be highly disappointed if Brandon hadn't taken the dark <laughs> the dark night here in the one spot. So we'll move on, and and we'll we'll see him uh, later down the line. Daniel, you got your round one pick, man. What do you got? So I think I think this is the the obvious number choice number two choice after the Dark Knight, the movie that started the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. Let's go, mm-hmm. Iron Man. All right, we got yep. chalk. We got chalk, guys. Iron Man here. Uh, Daniel, obviously, two on your board as well. And why? Basically, for this MCU universe that it started, this multi-billion-dollar franchise they have now started here, and it's a pretty decent movie, in my opinion. They've obviously had better ones as they've gone along, but this this was good enough here to warrant a what twenty-three movie franchise they've got going and continue going on for like many many years to come. It's a, a very high-quality film. Is it better to be feared or respected? And I say, is it too much to ask for both? With that in mind, I humbly present the crown jewel. Of Stark Industries Freedom Line. It's the first missile system to incorporate our proprietary repulsor technology. They say the best weapon is one you never have to fire. I respectfully disagree. I prefer the weapon you only have to fire once. That's how Dad did it. That's how America does it. And it's worked out pretty well so far. Is everyone else in agreement that this is a kind of a, a surefire? Number two on your board. What is there one thing? Oh hell oh, yes, yep. absolutely. Yep. One and two going down my list. Mm-hmm. Of course, the 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 one that kicked off the whole MCU, Iron Man. Now we're in limbo. When will we see another Marvel movie mm. in the theaters, guys? Let's mm-hmm. support our support our movie theaters. I want to see anything in the theater. I know, right? <laughs> right. Okay. I just watched. I just watched the Hunt on TV last night. It just didn't feel right. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Dude, I dodged a bullet because I uh, the last movie we would have to see for Patreon would have been Bloodshot, and that would have been the last fucking uh, thing I saw uh, in the theaters. So, in, in in good in good news tonight, guys, the the last movie I saw in the theater was The Invisible Man, and nice. then uh, it was the first movie that I rented just last night in this 1999 super early VOD thing, and I will say totally worth it guys chrissy loved it as well spoiler alert and it was the perfect uh movie to watch in all this madness because i totally forgot about it for you know an hour and a half two hours whatever that movie was so i think it's pretty close to a classic i know we have some haters here tonight and they're wrong (laughs) (laughs) haters just kid paul i'm just kidding with you man three Uh, stars is not hating something (laughs) <laughs> I, I can't even convert your numbers now. Every time you guys give out numbers, you're like, I give it a, a 47.3. And I'm like, what does that even well, we mean? Well, don't go to point three. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
No. Uh, what were we even talk about? Iron Man, Surefire number two. Uh, we went on a tangent, guys. I, I apologize. I, I think it's a great pick, Daniel, especially right after Dark Knight. But here's where, you know, I think it gets a little cloud here. So Gerald's yeah, got his round one pick here. Gerald, well, you know, what you got? Yeah, man, I was hitting you up earlier because I wanted to know the draft order because I was so nervous that I was not going to get one or two. <laughs> And I didn't. <laughs> so this is really where it gets, you know, like there's a lot of kind of equal movies that are all decent, uh, but I don't think there's anything that is like a masterpiece beyond those first two. I'm going to try to be a little strategic, though. I'm going to go ahead and take for my first pick um, the best picture winner from that year, The Hurt Locker. You the guy in the flaming car, Sergeant James? Good afternoon, sir. Uh, uh, yes, sir. You're a wild man. You know that? Uh, yes, he's sir. a wild man. You know that? Uh, Why shake your hand? Thank you, sir. Yeah. How many bombs have you disarmed? Uh, I'm, I'm not quite sure, Sergeant. Yes. I asked your question. Eight hundred seventy-three. Eight hundred and seventy-three. Eight hundred and seventy-three. They're counting today, sir. Yes. That's got to be a record. Uh, what's the best way to to go about disarming one of these things? The way you don't die, sir. <laughs> That's a good one. I've spoken like a wild man. That's good. Oh. Whoa. Is that that you? What? Yeah. Is it? No, was... I've... Oh, I don't want to say the film, but I don't think that's right. Oh, 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 oh. okay. Hold on again. That's not, that's not too bad. I, I've also done my research here. Oh, you have? What is the, what's, the uh, da- what's the date consensus for that? Uh, no, oh, he, oh, you're oh, right, you're right Gerald. You're all good. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm, I'm going to look it up because I 2008. For sure, you're right. Okay, all right, okay. All right. Interesting. Hmm. Wow, well, take it from a man. He Y'all made me super best. nervous because then <laughs> yeah. I really didn't Sorry. know what I was going to say. Yeah, I was like, I'm trying to screw him hard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, damn, I already didn't know, but now I really don't know. Um, yeah, man. I mean, come on, Catherine Bigelow, female director, one of the best female directors out there. I mean, all the way back to Point Break with Keanu. I just love her style of filmmaking. It's very kind of erratic and manic. And you just got awesome performances by Renner and Anthony Mackie. It's such a tense film. Um, you know, it's it's a it's a wartime film, but it almost plays like a suspense thriller. Uh, I just remember really, really loving this movie. It made my top five best picture Oscar winners as well when I did that on my show. So it's one of my favorite movies. And, and it won best picture that year. So I figured I'd scoop it up. Fair enough. Every, uh, people seem surprised by this. Is is it lower on your list? Is this a high uh, round one pick with a Hurt Locker in round one? Well, for me, I'm looking at a film which must have come out at a different time than uh, that won the Academy Awards. So obviously, it was released in Australia at a different time than it was in, in the States. I don't know. So, mm-hmm. I, I, I missed that somehow. I'll put it that way. Oh, I didn't know that. Did you guys get uh, it like I, much, much later? Or I've got the Hurt Locker in my second round here. I, I think it's a pretty oh, good okay. choice. I really enjoy that film. Tense is, is a good word for it, Gerald. It made me well, tense. Yeah. Here we go. The Hurt Locker premiered at the 2008 Venice Film Festival and was released in the States in June 26, 2009. But you go to Google. Okay, so uh, Wikipedia is 2008. The top, like I said, the top, top date. So the one in parentheses or something. The Hurt Lockers are 2008. Hurt, okay, Hurt that's Lock- cool. Yeah. That's how I'm. That's how I missed it. It, it can so, just yeah. it can just get kind of confusing, and people can get in the weeds on it. So that's kind of why we made like a you know yep. no, that's cool consensus of those three. So I'm sorry, happy, dude. Ha- I didn't happy mean you to took do that. 
I didn't mean to do that intentionally. I swear to God. Don't apologize, Joe. It's all Paul's fault. I looked on IMDb and I'm like, okay, we're cool. gonna. Yeah, I love this movie. Day, you know? You're in trouble now, Ger- We're gonna put you in the hurt locker now, Gerald, for doing that. <laughs> Jesus, guys. <laughs> uh, no, J.K. J.K. Uh, little. I think it's uh, closer to like a round three for me. But what do I know, guys? Hurt locker here in round one, which means Paul has the last pick in round one. His first pick, Paul. What are you gonna go with? All right, well, we're just going to have to roll with what we've got left. And as you say, not that the pickings are slim, just that they're not as good as some of the films that have been picked already. So, working with what we have, I'm going to I'm gonna target the family vote to begin with. I'm going to take one of Pixar's greatest films, Wally. You bastard. <sighs> Come on, guys. Wally. What's one of my favorites? That was my next one. That was my three. Yay. That was my three in chalk after Dark Knight and Iron Man. So, I think yeah, it's me a, too. A, a great pick here in round one. Paul. What do you think? Have you seen Wally? What do you think about Wally? As a, have. as a parent, you I know you have. So, are you a, a fan outside of being a parent uh, of the film? Yeah, look, I enjoy it. I think the first half of the film is incredibly strong, and just what they managed to achieve in terms of building two characters with virtually no dialogue at all between the two of them is, is amazing. And the second half is still fun. Probably lets the team down a little bit, but most importantly. Kids like it. There's enough in it for adults, and I just think it's a, a big Pixar favorite. So it was pretty happy it slipped to number four. We're, we got to get our, our lazy person space chairs, guys, from that movie where they're... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like if, if we're lucky, that'll be the I future. Know, right? I, th- I thought, I we, thought that was going to be the future, and then it's like, oh, no, no, no. We're no, not going to make it off the... <laughs> Of the planet, guys. We don't even get the space chair. So, uh, <laughs> Wally is a is a top five Disney for me. I think you know we might have even talked about it. I can't remember. It's been so far back. We 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 did a Disney episode with the Countdown Boys, Paul and Wayne. Yeah. That was uh, X-rated, so maybe I shouldn't have said that. Don't, don't, don't listen. To them. No, of course, listen to them. Uh, Wally, a great pick here in round one, but now it's time for round two, and because we are doing a serpentine draft, that means Paul gets another pick right here off of Wally. What do you got in round two, Paul? All right, from the family friendly to the non-family friendly, I'm going to go with my favorite comedy from this year, which. I don't know. I don't know whether it would stand up in 2020, but in 2008, it was pretty damn funny, and I think most people have uh, a soft spot for it. I'm talking about Ben Stiller's Tropic Thunder. Me? I know who I am. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Very good. You bastard. There we go. All right. Uh, Number four on my list. Obviously, a lot of people agree. Uh, What do you think, Paul? Uh, Good pick here in round two, I assume. Yeah, I hope so. I guess we'll find out in due course. But uh, it, this is a very funny film. It just hits on most cylinders. And, and having some of the best comedic actors all coming together and, and doing their thing. Like I said, I'm not sure Robert Downey Jr. could uh, could do what he does in that film now. But uh, And maybe Brandon can comment more on that. But uh, back then, it's pretty damn funny. <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, um, uh, just, just to let everybody know, 
Robert Downey's uh, version of blackface is only acceptable because everyone's aware how bad it is. And they had an okay. a, a, a extra black analog character yeah. to talk shit to that person. So it's okay. Yeah. Okay. He gets a pass. <laughs> yeah, we're fine. Thank You're you. not going to upset me. Uh, <laughs> I, I think he actually mentioned it just recently. Uh, he was doing the press tour for that Doolittle Montrose. Yeah, no, yeah. he, he talked. <laughs> yeah. He talked about it on, on Joe Rogan about how it was. You know, no, he, he, he kind of pulled everyone, all, all of his uh, African American friends, about it. And of course, that, the point of the character is he's he's a dumb act. You know, a dumb actor. So, right. Uh, I think it's a hilarious movie. Uh, it's great movie. Great pick here, round two. Uh, Thank you. Good job, Paul. Gerald took the hurt locker in in round one. Uh, he's got yeah, his round, round two pick, man. What do you What do you got? Well, first, I want to personally thank Paul because he took the two movies that I was considering for my next pick back to back. You're welcome. So thanks a lot, dude. Um, well, I mean, you guys. Uh, I don't know if I want to. I always, Justin, you always get on me about the heart over head thing, man. But, um, you know, I'm going to take, I'm, I'm going to take probably, I would say it's arguably the best horror film that came out that year. It's a film called Let the Right One In. Oh, damn you. Ooh. That's a good one. Mm, Going good the one. film Twitter vote, I see. Yeah. <laughs> well, not intentionally. I just, I'm looking at my, because I only have 18 movies and I know we're only getting to pick 16 tonight. And this is, by one. far uh, one of the best movies that came out this year and being that I'm a horror aficionado I just love it it's 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 a love story it's creepy uh it's got the horror elements in it it's got a really you know they actually did a really good remake too that came out in America uh, like 10 years later that was really good as well but I, the original just is so it's just so melancholy and you know just the imagery and the snow and the and the cold and it just makes you feel a certain way. It makes you feel uneasy, and it's one of the, it's one of the better horror movies that came out that decade, in my opinion. Agreed. What does everyone else think? Oh, that's an excellent fucking pick. It was definitely on my board, dude. Like it's, it's one of my, like honestly, it was so good when I heard it. There was an American remake. I refused to watch it. Yeah, it was actually not bad though. Chloe Grace Moretz at the beginning of her career, and she's one of the best actresses we have. Matt Reeves, Matt Reeves directed. Matt Reeves did that, and Richard Jenkins, who's a great character actor, played the elder in that movie. It's it's actually a really good remake, Brandon. I I was like you, and when I saw it, I was like, wow, they did they did this really good justice. So I would say check it out. uh, You know, kind of get a revisit and kind of a different vision on it. Uh, But obviously, I'm naming the original here. It's just a masterpiece. Absolutely, I totally agree with you, bro. Uh, has everyone seen Let the Right One In? Sure. That's, yeah, that's, I've seen it. It's great. Really enjoy it. There we go. Wow. Not a lot of disagreements tonight uh, thus far <laughs> on, on Fantasy <laughs> Movie Draft. Uh, I mean, Paul, Paul's over here stealing all my votes, man. I got to dig deep. You know? <laughs> uh, all right. Let the Right One In here in round two. Daniel, you got your second round pick, man. What are you going to choose? Okay, I've got two films I have in mind here. I'm going to try and go for the the second one here in the third round, hoping that Brandon doesn't go for it. But my next one here, I'm gonna I'm gonna say a little quote here. Now, I must warn you, I have a particular oh. set of skills, skills that make drafting against me a nightmare because I'm going <laughs> taken. All right, Liam all right, Neeson's right. Uh, yeah. with the first taken. There have been three takens, right? He was taken. No, no, times. there's only one. There's only been one. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, oh, Livia, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so there were no other takens, but this one That's right. in 2008. Daniel took it. Why, why take it here in round two? 
This was this was massive when it came out. Like the 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 meme of of uh, Liam Neeson on the phone, like talking to the the, the people who've taken his daughter. It's it's still out there right now. And like what ha- what separates this from other generic action films at the time was the character motivation for Brian Mills. Like I I have two daughters myself, and watching this, like even now, especially and seeing like the turmoil he goes through and how much how much he uh, I guess puts aside to just go and get this done and get his daughter back. The way he goes from um, solving every little portion of the the puzzle to get to her is fantastic and the action along the way is fantastic. Liam Neeson is just a gruff old bloke and he pulls it off fantastic. It still holds up today and it's one of the greatest action films out there. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you're looking for a ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. If you let my daughter go now, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. It's been 12 years since Taken. Let's just kind of think about how much money this one movie has made for Liam Neeson because mm. it totally added a whole decade, dozen years of, you know, Liam Neeson and Taken mode movies for him. So, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, for sure. <laughs> it has. I mean, good for Liam Neeson. Uh, was everyone, is everyone cool with this being in round two? High for anyone? What does everyone think? I mean, it's high for me personally, but I think it's a good pick for the draft because so many people know it, and it really did. It really did just, I mean, reinvigorate, rewrote his career. I mean, like you guys said, I mean, he basically turned into an action star after this. So, I think it's a good pick. Yeah, it, it's definitely one of those uh, like highlight movies, like for that year. Like when you see, like, oh yeah, that came out that year. Yeah, okay, like that's it's a good pick. Solid pick. Yeah, I, I agree. I just really hope now that Brandon takes the other film that Daniel was going to go for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I was about to remark that Daniel now has Iron Man and Taken, so that's a lot of uh, a lot. testosterone, a lot. a lot of, you know, really like uh, uh, type of movies. Yeah, I'll have to ease up on my next one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Taken, definite uh, should be a high pick in this 2008 draft. Brandon. We've already we we finally gotten around back to you. You took the Dark Knight in the very tip top one spot. What are you going to take here in round two? Ah oh, man, it's it's tough because this is where it gets uh this is where it gets funky, man. Um, hmm, I'm probably going to go with uh, probably one of the best uh, comedy films in my opinion uh, for that year. Uh, three words, guys: boats and hoes. We talk about Step Brothers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Step Brothers, a um, perennial uh, GIF uh, choice on Twitter from that movie. <laughs> Bro love together. Why pick it here in round two, Brandon? Um, well, only on because we're doing serpentine order, and I just want I want to pick that one first to kind of get a feel for how I feel for my third pick, honestly. But um, <laughs> this is there's so many quotables in this. Um, everyone everyone is on point, like uh, from the, from uh, the parents. Uh, the primary characters, um, the douchebag older brother—I forgot his actual name—and his family when they were like practicing singing in the car. 
uh, Carolyn the wine mixer, boats and hoes, ball sack on the drum kit. Are we best friends? Yep, yep. Like all that stuff is like just fucking the best. And it's probably like the last good pairing they had because when they did the Sherlock Holmes movie, it was just bad. It was just awful. So this was like Mm, still fresh, you know, like (laughs) nobody got tired of it. This was like the apex of their relationship. And I I, I fucking love this movie. Let's play a game. All right. Mm. On the count of three, name your favorite dinosaur. Don't even think about it. Just name it. Ready? One, two, three. Three. Velociraptor. Favorite non-pornographic magazine to masturbate to. Good Good housekeeping. housekeeping. If you were a chick, who's the one guy you would sleep with? John John Samos. Samos. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. So Brandon, uh, the dad that plays Will Will Ferrell's dad and stepbrothers is the actor's Richard Jenkins, and that's the older, the elder in Let the Oh shit, Let Me In the remake. Same actor. Okay, fuck. Yeah, I was I was gonna save Step Brothers for my. I was hoping to get it for my round four pick, but I guess that was foolish of me because this this has kind of gone down as a little bit of a cult classic. I think it's hilarious. Not not a quote unquote good movie, but it's just so no, funny. No. It's so funny to sit around <laughs> and have fun with, you know. Yeah, I think it was like criti- critically reviled when it came out, like really low Rotten Tomato score, and it's as one it of those movies be. that just got better over over time. Yeah, I must admit, I haven't seen it in a really long time. Not one of my favorite comedies, but I, I feel like if I rewatched it, I might uh, bump it up a bit. All right. Step Brothers here in round two, but we're moving around, guys. It's time for round three, which means Brandon gets another pick right off of that. What do you got, Brandon? All right, guys. Um, I am really big into martial arts. I love. I'm, I'm not a martial artist. I'm out of shape. Let's get that. Let's get that straight. But I fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching martial arts. <laughs> I, I could barely kick a fridge open. But um, I'm a huge fan of like just martial art movies and people getting their ass beat. And like one of the best fighting scenes I've ever seen in 2008 is a uh, Donnie Yen's in Ip Man. This movie is the Ooh. fucking shit. This I don't reckon Daniel was going to pick that shit. one. I was not. Like, <laughs> dude, it was um, it was the scene where, uh, like, for me, it was a, a immediate classic for me personally. Uh, was the scene where we saw the uh, machine gun punch, where he punched the dude just forever until he bent backwards, and I'm assuming died of cardiac arrest from getting punched that much. But um, great fucking film and it's all about the uh, guy who was the master for bruce lee uh like that that whole thing at the end was amazing uh but i'm a big donnie yen fan he's one of like the best martial artists out there uh still and uh yeah i, I have to put it on this draft for 08 because I, I i was so excited when i saw it on there and i was praying that i could actually get this pick too deep of a cut for round three uh brandon i don't th- I, I think you could have got care. this in round four we can ask the, the <laughs> other guys maybe what, maybe what do you think guys wasn't on my draft def- list. Yeah, I was definitely damn. picking it. <laughs> no, oh, you were? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good-ass movie, man. Yeah, it's a, good, it's a good flick, but it wasn't on my board either just because I don't feel like enough people have seen it and it wouldn't have gotten that many votes, but I do think it's an amazing... Like you said, the fight choreography alone is enough reason. Yeah. Imagine if you had the Dark Knight and ended up losing the draft. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, like I said earlier, I'm confident the, in that the, one. The, di- the diagram is is it was it critically reviewed well? Yes, it's a good movie. One of the, one of the best of its genre, but is it popular enough? Has an, has enough people? Po- you know, total. You know, not just martial arts films enthusiasts seen it, and I, I think I just don't know if enough people have seen it. So, 
Time, uh, time will tell. But I'm we will I, see. Like, looking, look, looking at my draft board, dude. I'm sorry, it's, it's, it's up there, man. Because there's other ones. I'm just like, ah, I don't know. I mean, you said martial arts, and I I had a, another one that I was dead set that you were talking about until right towards the end. So we'll see how it goes for Brandon. Uh, <laughs> here uh, we're, we're in round three. Daniel has his round three pick. Again, he's got Iron Man and Taken. Daniel, what you got here uh, in the third round? All right. I am going to choose a a dark, dark comedy. It's uh, done by Martin McDonough. I'm going to go with In Bruges. Nice. Ah, nice. Oh, all right. Uh, why why take In Bruges here in, in round three? I, I really, really enjoyed this film when it came out. Uh, Martin McDonough and his other films he's done, what are the Seven Psychopaths and Three Billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri? They're all fantastic. Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson and Ralph Fiennes in this film are so hilarious in this environment that you should really feel like you shouldn't be laughing at as well, but they work it so well where you can laugh at just the brutal stuff that is happening and not really feel too guilty about it. The story is really contained and they all put in great performances. And I think this is pretty pretty popular as well from a 2008, looking at the 2008 list I've got here. So I think overall it's uh, quite well-rounded. What does everyone think about this here in round three? Um, film Twitter vote, maybe, in Bruges. Well, I think it's it, a little culty. I've seen a lot of movies and when I was looking at my 2008 like research and stuff. This is one of the ones that slipped past me. I've actually never seen this. There so you go. I, 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 I haven't seen it. I haven't seen yeah. it. It's probably, that's probably why I didn't. Ooh. I'm going to be in quarantine, bro. I'm going to watch it now, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> quarantine list. Hit the quarantine list. Yeah, like I said, I, I would think that a, a lot of people have seen it. It's a, it's a bit culty uh, here in the e- United States, maybe less. Uh, Paul, have you, what are your thoughts on In Bruges? Yeah, I, I like the film. Uh, so from that perspective, I like the choice. Um, I don't know. It's, are we, can we say it's a little higher when there's only what six selections left in the draft? I don't know. Maybe you could have slid to the next round. But still, yeah, fine choice. All right. We'll see how it goes for Daniel. Gerald, you got your round three pick, man. What's your choice? All right, brother. This did not go the way I thought it was going to go, Justin. <laughs> um, but look, man, I you know I do love this movie, and I think it's a pretty solid round three pick. And I got to get I, I'm I'm a little serious in my um, team so far, so I'm going to get a comedy in here. It's a Judd Apatow produced movie, and I typically love his movies, mm. but it's forgetting Sarah Marshall. Nice, Aww. Aww. nice. starring say- Jason Siegel's penis. Uh, Jason Siegel's dick a, is in this. Chris, absolutely, my, my 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 lovely Kristen Bell. Uh, I love her. I absolutely Mila Kunis, love her. Great cast. Why why this one here in round three? I mean, I just loved it, man. I fell in love with this movie when I saw it. I'm a pretty big fan of of Apatow helmed movies, like you know, Forty Year Old Virgin, Funny People. Like I love, I don't know, I just love that brand of humor and that that type of filmmaking. And also Jason Siegel wrote this, and this was really personal to him, the story. And cause he tried to do that mu- uh, comedy musical and it didn't take off. So he decided he would put that plot line into this movie, which was obviously had a wider net and it got a bigger, a bigger audience. But I mean, you've got like some awesome supporting roles, man, that people forget like Paul Rudd, Jonah Hill, uh, fucking Russell Brand in this is hilarious, and I don't even like him. And he like trips me out in this movie as Aldous Snow, like this rock star that's just kind of absent minded. And I absolutely love Kristen Bell, dude. She's just, I've always had just a, 
just a big crush on her. And don't get creepy, Gerald. I, uh, don't get creepy. No, I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be sweet. I'm not trying to be creepy. I'm sorry. <laughs> it probably sounded creepy because it's me talking. But uh, I don't know. I like it, man. It's it's an underdog story too. You know, this guy's the geek, man. He's a nerd. He's not supposed to get the get the hot chick, you know. But he does, and two of them really. I mean, Mila Kunis and Krista Bell, and they're fighting for him. So. It's a cool underdog story. It's definitely a feel good movie. I mean, it's raunchy. You can't watch it with the family, but if you got if you're sitting around with your significant other, throw this one on, and you will definitely get a laugh. In my opinion, I, I love this movie. I st- I revisit it too. I think it still holds up. It's getting kind of hard to believe things are going to get better. I've been drowning too long to believe that the tide's going to turn. I've been living too hard to believe things are going to get easier now. I'm still trying to shake off the pain from the lessons I've learned. And if I see Van Helsing, I swear to the Lord I will slay him. Ha 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 ha, he'd take him from me, but I swear I won't let it be so. Easy to like movie, you know, lighthearted, good for the times, good for a laugh, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Everyone, is everyone cool with this? Oh, yeah. It's good yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, good film. yeah, it's a good film. Okay. All right. Here we go. Paul, you got your round three pick. Uh, what you got, man? I'm kind of stunned this one slid down here. And if you look at my board, you'll notice a distinct absence of anything that looks remotely like Horace. But uh, I'm about to correct that because I'm going to go for Cloverfield. Nice. 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 Did Matt Reeves do Cloverfield too? I think he did Cloverfield yes, too. Yes, he did. We've already, yes, talked he did. To, we've already talked about him once tonight. Uh, Big year. Big year for Matt. Surprise, surprise this slid uh, all the way down here, Paul. Why did you pick it? Well, it had one of the most interesting marketing campaigns ever, if you think back to that. It was just sort of not long before it popped up. There was these weird short little trailers and uh, appearing in cinemas and on online there was some weird website and it was all very different and nothing like it had been done before. And then it just dropped really fast and turns out to be one of the better found footage films ever made and one which has spawned kind of this connected inter- universe of films afterwards. I mean, they're Law of Diminishing Returns, although 10 Cloverfield Lane, a lot of people like that one. Obviously, we don't oh, really need to talk about yeah. the Cloverfield Paradox. But uh, And even Overlord <laughs> was meant to be a Cloverfield film before they decided to distance themselves from that, and that was pretty good as well. So, uh, yeah, I think this has... It holds up. It's as far as these found footage films go. There's some impressive little effects in there for 2008. And, yes, there's a lot of shaky cam, but... Uh, I was really immersed when I saw this movie in the cinema and, and was impressed by what they had managed to achieve. J.J. Abrams' uh, bad robot company on f- full fire. I agree. I just want to say, Paul, I love this movie. I, You know, they did something really cool because they kind of, you're right with the marketing campaign. And I can remember that, you know, when it started, when they started kind of doing little clips and stuff on the internet and on TV and you kind of saw this these weird trailers and you're like, what the hell is this? So they kind of like tapped into a little bit of that Blair Witch kind of marketing campaign. Yeah. yeah. But it was like it was like a found footage movie meets a creature feature. And you're right. That had never been done before. And I think it's really revolutionary. I like this pick. I was going to. Tr- Again, you stole it from me. It was going to be my next pick. <laughs> so I got to come up with something else now. But I think it's an awesome movie, man. I love yeah. It. I remember that shot that they used to show with the I think it was the Statue of Liberty's head uh, yeah. flying down mm-hmm. the road. Yeah. Mm hmm. 
I mean, yeah, I, I just yeah. I just talked about this movie in our really you know sad, depressing <laughs> episode three hundred. But the the reason is that there's this one scene in the movie where they're like their friends are all together and they're like walking through these, you know, next to these big tents, medical tents set up, and like one, right. yeah. one of the friends like gets the thing and like it's like that, like she's like gone, and so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I might watch this again. I don't know, man. I think it's a great movie, and like I said, the the experience around like the release of it was kind of like an event, and so that's why it kind of definitely sticks out in my mind in the year two thousand eight. Mm. And yep. I think it's a great pick here in round three for Paul. But Thank guys, you. we've we've reached the end of the road, boys to men style. It's time for <laughs> round four. We call it the we call it uh you know the wild card round, but. As I look at my list, there's a lot of unwild cardy movies still hanging about. And again, the 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 two winners in terms of votes of of this draft advance to our finals. So this is big. Your your last pick could make or break you, Paul. What are you gonna go with your last pick, man? Well, this is the first time I've not been sure what I was gonna choose when it when it came to this point because the two ones that I would have chosen at this point I can't because they're too similar to other films that are already on my list. So I. Now I'm warring between the film that I like and the film that I th- think will garner a different market that the rest of my list already has. Ugh. Go for uh, the win. Right, so go for the win, Paul. I'm going for the, I'm well, I'm gonna go for the win. And the win is the film that actually won the Academy Award from two thousand and eight. I'm going with Slum Dog Millionaire. Yep. Damn it. Ooh. That was my next one. Yep. Here we go. Yep. So yep. so some now Oscar bait from Paul. Why why pick it with your with your final pick? Again, I think it's just trying to have a, a well-rounded team that will appeal to most without having a, a definite film that is really divisive on there. I mean, I don't think Slumdog Millionaire is the most fondly remembered Academy Award winning film, but neither do people shit on it like they do certain other films. Uh, for example, last year's Crash. winner. Uh, so, <laughs> it, it, it's a, a decent film. Danny Boyle getting some accolades, and I think for his career, that, that's, a, that's a nice acknowledgement. He's done some wonderful movies, and it's different. You know, it, it was a, a look at a different part of the world and one which most of us probably haven't been exposed to. So it sticks out in my mind for that reason. Slumdog here in round four. Every, what does everyone think about this? I mean, yeah, really good choice. It's, it's, yeah, it's a fourth round pick for sure. Uh, would have been a waste not to pick the Oscar winner for that year here in 2008. We'll see how it goes for Paul. But Gerald, Mr. Two Peas, has his final pick here in round four. What are you going to go with, Gerald? Yeah, man. All right, look. So. I think I think think every time I fucking come on your show, I save a horror movie for the last round. So Paul took Cloverfield. I have got to take Brian Bertino's Home Invasion masterpiece, The Strangers. That was going to be my choice. Oh shit! I didn't know. I I I swear to God, and I was obviously I I know Paul pretty well because I've listened to a lot of his episodes. I thought he was picking this in round three, and because it's. It's in my yeah. it's in my like round two on my mock draft list because it is a frightening frightening yeah. and yeah. really fucking great movie. Oh, so dude, yeah. I did not know if that I was, hadn't have picked oh. Cloverfield, I definitely would have picked this one. Or if Cloverfield was gone, this would have been my pick. Yeah, and then it's I would have gotten Cloverfield here. Th- those were the two that I was like, if either one of those are left, I'm taking them. So I mean, come on, man. This is such oh, a like just a tout thriller and it's just so it, it's weird too because it's so calm. It's just masterfully done by Brian Bertano here, and it's like 
I mean, the the one line in it, you know, why are you doing to this to us? Because you were home. You know, there's Ugh. no motive. You guys it, are it scaring me. Stop scaring me. It, it, it harkens <laughs> back to the original, like, Michael Myers movie, where, you know, the whole thing John Carpenter did back then was like, there's no motive. Like, we don't know why he's doing this and why he's stalking her. And it kind of goes back to that. It's it's always scarier when there's no motive, you know, and... And I really thought Pray at Night, the sequel, was actually really good. It got shit on by critics, but I really enjoyed it. There's a lot of awesome kill scenes in that. This is a great franchise that I actually hope continues. I know they're talking about doing the third one, but The Strangers, in, to me, as a horror aficionado, is a five-star horror film. And um, I don't give those out lightly. So I think this is an amazing, amazing film. I'm glad I got it. Man, you uh, fucking crushed it. I, uh, I, I didn't know it was on. I, I missed it, and I'm so mad. <laughs> and, and and also, shout out to the, the theater experience. A gr- it was a great movie mm-hmm. to watch in the theater. I, I remember seeing that one back in 2008. Uh, so, hell yeah, hell yeah. Uh, heart attack of a movie. The Strangers here in round four, our 2008 draft, which means, Daniel, you got your round four pick here in the wild card round. What you got, man? God, I don't know, man. <laughs> I got I got two two completely different movies here. One of them is pretty centered towards my list so far, and the other one is way off. But I don't I don't want to pick it. I don't want to pick it. Uh, okay, I'm I'm gonna take Gran Torino. Oh, <laughs> there you go, Clint, Clint, the Clint pick, Clint Eastwood. Get off yeah. his yard, Clint Eastwood. Here in round four for Daniel. <laughs> Uh, why here in round four for your wild card? I think out of the last couple of I have here on my list, this one would probably be the most popular out of them, as well as being uh, quite well received. It's got a pretty decent rating on all the the sites I'm looking at here, and for me personally, I think it's a pretty good film too. Clint Eastwood at his most gruff, I guess, his most old man, you know, clearly get off my lawn kind of person, yelling at clouds. It's uh, it's a pretty good <laughs> film for me, uh, and I think that that might be enough to for people to. Pick my team. Hmm. This one. This one's on the. I'm on the fence for this one. So, what does everyone think? Gran Torino, round uh, four. About my bag, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. I mean, this is a. I'll tell. I'll tell you now. This is a, a well directed film. I mean, Clint Eastwood really. You could see his passion behind the camera with this movie. In my opinion, it was the best directed film that he did since Unforgiven, which is his masterpiece, in my opinion. But I, I just love the way he. He shot that movie, and it, it was on my list, too. I just obviously thought The Strangers would hopefully get me more votes in the draft, but I do love Gran Torino. I think it's a great film. Man, you guys, there's some gold still haven't been picked uh, on my list. It might be just me, but I we'll see, we'll see when the polls come out. Daniel took Gran Torino here in round four, which means there's only one more pick to be picked in tonight's 2008 Fancy Movie Draft. Uh, again, the two highest vote getters of this draft advance to our finals. This is big. Will it make or break our last drafters draft? Brandon famously put, picked the Dark Knight in round one, Step Brothers in round two, and then went possibly too culty with uh, with IP Man. In round three, such a pet peeve. God damn you, Justin! <laughs> I, I, I don't, I, I don't want to turn up the heat, but he is the last pick of the draft. Yeah, right. What you gonna go with, Brandon? All right, guys. So, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna pick this one because, um, 
it's really good casting when you got to find somebody with a really messed up, beaten and battered face to like, you know, model off of uh, Jake the Snake Roppers. I got to pick the wrestler, man. Mm. Yeah, it's a great flick, man. Okay. The, of the old gruff dudes genre in 2008, I, I would I personally take the wrestler over Gran Torino, but that's just me. So uh, it's the last pick, Brandon. Why, why couldn't you uh, let it slip? Uh, it, it it was a bummer of a movie for me personally, but I was, <laughs> but um, it, it it's it's it was just really fucking good, and like uh, Mickey Rourke, despite his face, did like a really good job um in this flick, and like he really captured uh what it's like to just be like you know, just kind of kind of washed up, really, man. But like it it, it it he was I don't know, man. Like I think that resurrected his career. I think uh he did Sin City after this, right? Mm-hmm. And he did, and he did the Iron Man sequel as well. And you're right. I mean, this this paralleled his life, and that was really that was what was really powerful about the wrestler for me. It's Aronofsky, so it's not for everyone. But right. I mean, Marissa, Marissa Tomei, bro, as a stripper. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but also, you know, Cheryl, what are you gonna do? I mean, have you, you ever seen it. like Be- Beyond the Mat? If you ever seen Beyond the Mat or like anything about like Jake the Snake Roberts and like you yeah. cut for like just like that type of shit in general, like this hits you really hard it puts a lot of things in perspective also because you know i i remember my dad but oh wrestling's fake it's like yeah it is but but look at him (laughs) i don't i don't think does anybody know that's here uh, if he i don't think mickey rourke got nominated for that which is a tragedy to me i don't think he he did did. i think he did or maybe he did get nominated yeah i think he lost to sean penn i remember i remember being pissed that that he didn't but maybe he did and i was just pissed he didn't win or something but it was a great performance just just amazing performance yeah, he was nominated. Okay, so great, was Marissa Tomei. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Of, course, of course she was. <laughs> she was nominated by me, Paul. Stop it, Gerald. He got so close, Gerald. So close <laughs> no. to not being creepy uh, for a whole I'm episode. Not, what, are you, I, what are you talking see, about? I'm being I'm he just got close. He got close to the line <laughs> earlier, and I, you know, I, I stamped him back. Oh, man. And, you dialed me back. I'm uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, I, think, I think The Wrestler is a great film. Uh, great round four film as well. So... Uh, that that being the end, and this being a very important draft, let me list out who everybody's got here on the board. So, Brandon has the Dark Knight, Step Brothers, Yip Man, not IP Man, <laughs> not IP Man, like I said earlier. Of course, thank I was, you. I was just thank you. Playing, playing around with him, and the wrestler, uh, Daniel has Iron Man, Taken, In Bruges, and Grand Torino. Gerald has the Hurt Locker, Let the Right One In, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, and the Strangers. And Paul has Wally, Tropic Thunder, Cloverfield, and Slum Dog Millionaire. Does anyone feel good about their list? What's what everyone thinking? Yeah, I'm really liking Paul's list. Ooh. Feel good? Oh, oh thank you. Uh, you never can feel good on this. Every time I think I've done well, I don't. And every time I think I haven't, I do. So I just, yeah. you just, it's like a survivor vote out. You just kind of go, oh, let's just see what happens. Yep. I don't care, man. If 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 it man's the hill I die on, so fucking be it. <laughs> Seriously. That movie fucking rules. If I have to like be a martyr for people to see that fucking movie, so be it. Um yeah, I mean up is down, left is right now. Who knows what people like or who what people don't like? You know, uh, YOLO, guys. Uh, so, oh, before, boo. I want to do a, a quick, like, if you had an, one more round pick thing, but let me get to the one movie that I'm disappointed nobody watched, or no, nobody watched, nobody chose. And it's a movie I love for laughs 
It happens to be my my mother-in-law's favorite movie of all time. Another Judd Apatow produced film, Pineapple Express, guys. Yep. Uh, never on my t- list. Never, never checked it out. Check it out. It's got one of my favorite James Franco performances in anything he's ever done, including the one where he lost his arm. So... Uh, wow! Really? It al- wow! It also it also makes that was me- an Oscar nominated role. Also, it also makes me laugh. Uh, that quickly, you, know? you forget the disaster artist. <laughs> yeah, the stoner yeah. with a heart of gold. Pineapple Express had to give a shout out to that being my mother in law's favorite film. I'm also surprised no one picked Kung Fu Panda. That's a huge yeah. one. That was my one. That was my uh, one I was one. tossing out between. A huge, huge one in my laugh uh, or my house. That is. But uh, outside of those two, if you guys had one more hypothetical. Fifth pick, Brandon. What what were you going with? Oh God, because uh, Pineapple, Pineapple Express was the one that I, I was actually like debating against. Uh, great film, great film. Yeah, the rest are just like personal ones that I like. Uh, but I, I will say, uh, Harold and Kumar too. I thought was fucking hilarious. Um, Rod Corgi's character as like the overly racist um, agent, where like every time he was interrogating somebody, he literally would just offend the shit out of that race, and it was just the cra- the funniest thing to me. He uh, threw pennies at the Jewish guys. Uh, poured grape soda in front of the black guy. Said, "I'm not gonna stop until you crack." It was just a bunch of just really stupid and offensive things. But I knew goddamn well that would not win me the draft. So. <laughs> good, good thing you picked the wrestler tonight. Uh, yep, good one. Yep, good one. Uh, Daniel, so high, bro. Daniel, if you had one more pick, what, what were you taking? Well, the only one I have left on my list that no one's mentioned, uh, the Curious Case of Benjamin Button, probably. Fincher, guys. No Ooh, one picked David, Fincher. David Fincher. Yeah, no, it's on my mm. extended list. Yeah. Rapidly de aging Brad Pitt doesn't interest anyone. I, I no, thought it was nope. stupid. Not enough. <laughs> I thought it was stupid. <laughs> all right, all right. Rough crowd, rough crowd. Uh, Gerald, if you had one, would it be a creepy pick or non creepy pick? Wow, dude. <laughs> actually, actually, it is kind of a creepy, <laughs> but it's uh, nobody mentioned Zach and Miri make a porno. Of course yeah, you probably. picked that one, Gerald. Yeah. God, you just played right yeah, into my hands. Of course I picked that, but that's it's the last one. Kevin Smith movie that was worth a shit, and it's got Rogan and Elizabeth Banks, and Jason Muse is in there, throwback. Yeah. Uh, and Tracy Lords, who's a uh, adult film actress. Guys. Yes, but she wasn't oh, at the man. time. Oh! oh. <laughs> uh, Zach and Mary. So, uh, Paul, you're the final one. If you had a, a round five pick, what, what were you going with? Uh, probably for what... The audience would know I would have gone wanted, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but failing that, what I would have wanted to pick with my heart would have been martyrs. Ah, uh, oh, no, shit. you're a sick man, Paul. You're, yeah, <laughs> I heard. You, I just heard you. You just want to talk about the movie on every episode. I just heard you talking about it on your show recently. Uh, no, I fucking love martyrs. The martyrs is so good. I did not. I, oh, how did I miss it? How did How did no one pick Twilight? Gerald, what are you doing? You could have picked Twilight. Oh, uh, I thought about it. I had my vampire pick with let the right one in, so I couldn't. I couldn't well played. Well played. Uh, that would have been a super uh, round four wild card pick. Uh, I also love Mamma Mia mainly for pure pure. Uh, sure. uh, what, no, wow. what am I saying? Fucking James Bond. What's his Pierce name? Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. Brosnan. Quantum of Solace. Yeah, no, I, oh, oh, a terrible film. Quantum of Solace. Do you, is it, you uh, really like that one? That's not a good one, right? It's not, that, that's it's the not worst of the Craigs. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? Uh, I actually like Burn After Reading. Yeah, that's a good film. It's a good Coen yeah, Brothers. Yeah, yeah. Good film. The Happening is a frightening movie to watch right now. <laughs> 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 what a frightening movies in 2008. Uh, what? That's, what? That's, anyone that's, else? That's pretty crazy. We have a draft see. here, and we do not draft an Indiana Jones film. By the way. 
There wasn't an Indiana Jones film. That's why. That's why. I would have gone straight to Google and said, no, no such film exists. Please continue. I tell you, if you want to see an acting clinic, Revolutionary Road with Leo and Kate Winslet, bro. That's yeah. like acting 101 right there. They're straight up killing yeah. it in that movie. It's super depressing. Yeah, but a married to, to couple their, yelling at each other the whole time. Yeah, That's a fun but movie. To see to their watch. performances are intense. There's a there's a fantastic documentary that came out uh, that year that I don't think a lot of people have seen, and I know Paul loves it. It's Dear Zachary. Yes. God, you gotta bring us down, Daniel. Jeez. <laughs> well, just the, I'm just saying it's one a good of the documentary. One of the dep- one of the most depressing movies of all time. Uh, we should give that. That for sure out there mm-hmm. to Zachary um, Step Up to the Streets the sequel <laughs> to Step Up uh, a, a fabulous film guys and I'm not even kidding got it oh no for got, real got it on the DVD uh, <laughs> the DVD list over here uh, any any others Hellboy 2 any fans of Hellboy 2 yeah I didn't think it was going to be enough uh, I really. put Speed Racer nah. up there though eh. Eh. alright no one mentioned Hancock with Will Smith not a fan of that one. You said cock. You said cock. Uh, now, hey, 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 hey. I didn't say cock. I said Hancock. Yeah, this is like the you know the Walmart four on four movies on one DVD dustbin of two thousand eight that we're getting into. Just just like throwing out uh, movies. The Incredible Hulk. Surprise. No one. No Man. one picked that one. I you know, I felt. I felt like uh, by picking a Dark Knight. I just. I just. Yeah. It'll be redundant. Okay. All right. So much but competition. Everyone's just throwing out all their though. favorite 2008 films. Uh, we, we, like I said, we've reached the bottom of the barrel here. But most, <laughs> most important thing is what, what's the barrel of things uh, of films that these guys did pick? Because there will be a poll coming up. Hopefully, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> what are they? There's quarantining polls. We can still have polls, right? <laughs> Um. Yeah. No. Of course, there will be polls. Uh, lots of polls. The most beautiful polls. We have the best no, polls, guys. Oh, uh, I want to punch you in the face now. <laughs> you heard. You heard it here, guys. Justin loves our polls. Hey, Justin has polls everywhere. Uh, different polls of the world. It's you know the Aussies versus America. Who will win? It's 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 like Rocky Four all over again, guys. It's it's gonna be crazy. Is it? Uh, it's not. It's it's. Uh, we had the same thing in in our 2007 draft as well. We we've got a lot. We, we've got a lot of Aussies. A lot of uh. You know, we've got a continental flavor here on the draft, and that's what makes it fun. But the biggest thing is you got to vote for your favorite team of 2008 films when that poll hits. Because uh, these guys really want your vote, so let's let's go back to them. Make sure we we can find them on the socials. Brandon, Colt forty five, Mister Undefeated? Question mark. We'll see. <laughs> uh, where can we find you online, sir? Oh man, um, thank you guys again for having me on. I really fucking appreciate it, Justin. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be uh, potting with you guys for the first time. Um, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Colt45Podcast. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube. We're on every podcast app that's out there except for iHeartRadio and, yeah, it doesn't matter. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We're there. Awesome. And, Brandon, good luck in the polls. Happy early birthday to your son, and we hope oh, you and your thank family you. stay safe, okay? 
Same to you, man. You guys, and I hope your mother-in-law just takes a lot of naps. <laughs> we can all hope, Brandon. We can all hope. Uh, <laughs> she's standing over Justin's shoulder right now. Yeah, Are no. you done recording yet? <laughs> Who's talking about me? Oh, man. The stranger. She's got like the mask from the strangers on. I'm like, no! Gerald gave her this idea. Um, Daniel... Well, we, we 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 all took a journey tonight. Uh, you've got uh, got the movie the movie journey. Where can we find you online, sir? Pretty much everywhere you find all your other favorite podcasters. Just search for the movie journey on Twitter at the movie journey, Facebook, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. Everywhere you can find a podcast, you will find us. Our podcast brothers around the world, Daniel. I hope you uh, stay safe, sir. Good luck in the polls. Thanks, Justin. I'll speak to you in the grand final. Ooh, Gerald, <laughs> Mr. North Cackalack, my brother. We, yeah, we, we hugged. Hopefully we can we hug, hug again, Gerald. Uh, where, can, where can we find you and your podcast online, man? We hugged when it was safe, man, when it was safe. <laughs> uh, listen, man, I'll tell you where to find me real quick, but I just want to tell everybody out there, just, just stay positive. Just wash your fucking hands, guys. Don't <laughs> sneeze and cough in each other's faces. And just be calm, man. We'll get through this. Listen to these great podcasters. I love all these dudes on this podcast. Justin, I love you, man. Give my best to Chrissy. The easiest thing is just follow us on Twitter. We're on Twitter at two Ps on a pod, and that's TWO spelled out. And then you can find us on all the podcasters, man. Two Ps on a podcast. We do a fun top five show every week. Pretty much everybody on here except Brandon, which now I have to put you on the to-do list, has been on the show. So, uh, yeah, I I hope everybody tunes in and listens. But... Whatever you're doing, just have fun. Just be positive, man. It's, it's going to be okay. We're going to get through it together. Gerald, much love to you and your family, man. You too, brother. And Paul, again, from Perth, all the way on the other side of the world as well, from the countdown. We, we love having you on, sir. Where can we find you and your wonderful podcast online? Well, thank you, Justin. Thanks for having me back. It's a pleasure to be here and competing against a bunch of uh, other great podcasters. So uh, this was a lot of fun and a needed break from reality. Uh, you can do exactly the same thing. Search for the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews and you'll find us on all the podcatchers that matter. Uh, and that's probably all that I need to say there. Except I want to add one last thing to, to Brandon. Ip Man 4, the finale, comes out on 4K and Blu-ray on April 21st. Sir. Yeah! That's what I'm talking Ooh. about. Check. IP, man. IP, man. <laughs> Damn. Damn you all. <laughs> a, a, a toilet paper pox in all your houses. Uh, <laughs> Paul, always a pleasure, man. Like I said, uh, much love to all, all four of you gentlemen tonight. I, I appreciate you coming on. This has been a, a fun time just talking movies, trying to keep it positive as possible. But, you know, you guys have been on we've been in contact some of you guys several years and again met met gerald in the flesh so i love talking to movie podcasters and you you guys are four of my favorites so i really appreciate it oh man thanks, <laughs> thanks, thanks man appreciate it brother awesome biggest thing again guys these guys won't advance the two top vote getters in the polls advance to our 2009 films finale the whole end of this big shebang of a tournament we've been doing since august of last year We've come a long way, so throw the votes to your favorite team here in the 2008 Films Fantasy Draft. Of course, you found me. Uh, my name's Justin. This is So I Married a Movie Geek. We're on all the podcasters as well, but we're also on social media at Movie Geek Cast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. 
you know, thanks for listening to our podcast, guys. We, we're going to try to keep it going, try to keep it positive, try to keep some fun, you know, movie talk in your ear holes as we ride this all out together. We are all in this together. I love you. Stay safe. Keep your family safe. And uh, yeah, yeah, we'll see you next week. Thanks a lot. Have you ever seen a one-legged man trying to dance his way free? Have you ever seen a one-legged man? Then you seen 